Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, and I wanted to start by saying that this episode is going to be kind of a mic side chat. And I'm going to be talking about the challenge of change. And the reason I'm doing a mic side chat is because I just want to share some of my insights and my thoughts with you about where we are right now um, as a society, where you are right now as an individual, and what do we need to do in order to really make 2021 better and different and more productive and, and just more enjoyable. And so the challenge of change has to do with how we look at change. It has to do with the ways in which we embrace change or the ways in which we decide that we're going to uh, reject change in our lives. And for so many of us, whenever change arises, whenever change stares us in the face, we have this fight or flight response. And for a lot of people, if change is really, really uncomfortable, they decide that they're going to take flight instead which means that you never truly go through the process of uh, that shift or the catalyst of, of the change event, that shift of transformation and that application of the next normal. You never actually get to fulfill the process of change. And as a result, you never really make progress and move on throughout the, uh, the, the entire issue of what change looks like and how change is going to challenge you and how change is going to make you better. So really today, I want to talk about what it means to be encountered with the challenge of change. Uh, this episode is being recorded on Martin Luther King Day in 2021, and our country, the U.S. as a whole, has been facing a number <laughs> of different reckonings, uh, reckonings around systemic racism and discrimination, reckonings around diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, reckonings around political parties, reckonings around health disparities, reckonings around economic disparities, reckonings around who are we as a nation, as a country, um, the, the, the ravages of COVID-19 and how it has disproportionately impacted different segments of our society and how it has been largely ignored by other segments of our society has led us to a point where it's been over a year and we're still struggling with dealing with this disease. It's been seven or eight months and we're still struggling with the aftershocks of the murder of George Floyd. It's been four plus years of being involved or being under an administration that has largely sought to um, to divide us instead of uniting us. And so now we are faced with this challenge that is in front of us. We are about to embark on the inauguration of a new administration, um, Vice President-elect uh, Kamala Harris and, and President-elect Joe Biden are going to be sworn in in a couple of days um, here in the U.S. We're still battling COVID. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do economically. Our country as a whole is at a place where we don't know which direction we're going to go in. We are staring the challenge of change in the face. 
And so when you are faced with the challenge of change, when you are faced with that reckoning that causes you to really look deep within and try to figure out what you stand for and who you are and how are you going to grow from this and how are you going to become better as a result of this and what are the things that you honestly, honestly need to change about you, about your circumstances, about the people that you surround yourself with, about your belief system and the way that you think. When we are challenged by change, how are we stepping up? How are we going to look at ourselves in the mirror and be able to say, this is who we are? How are we going to be able to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, this is who we don't want to be? How are we going to look at ourselves in the mirror and make a determination about how we are going to change for the better? If this is your first time listening to me, um, I want to give you a little bit of a background um, about me. Um, I spend my days talking to companies, organizations, individuals about how to embrace and manage and lead through change by becoming equipped with all of the skills and nuances and and, and being able to utilize your gifts, talents, and abilities to be able to go through the process of change. I look at change as being a process, not an event. It is a journey that you take through a series of events and series of steps that are designed to cause you to look at yourself in an honest light and to make adjustments. So yes, there is the catalyst of the change event, the thing that makes you stop in your tracks and say this is something different that I'm encountering. There is the shift of transformation that causes you to then take a hard look at who you are and the beliefs that you've held and the things that you've been doing and causes you to say, how can I be different? How do I need to change the way I think? How do I need to look at becoming better or different in my behavior? How do I need to shift my belief systems in order to make sure that I am on the right path and that I am growing and developing? And then finally, that next normal of application where you're able to say that because I know differently, because I believe differently, because I think differently, therefore I'm going to behave differently. I'm going to respond differently in different situ in these situations. I'm going to break generational curses. I'm going to break old habits. I'm going to now set myself upon a different path that is going to lead me to a better and a different place. That's what I spend my days doing. And along the way, I talk to organizations about engagement, learning, leadership. I talk to individuals about how to tap into their gifts, talents, and abilities. And more importantly, most importantly, I talk to people about how to tap into that, that, that strength that allows you to do the deep work of transformation. And so I felt that like I needed to give you a little bit of background in terms of who I am and what I do so that you can understand the conversation that we're having today, the conversation around the challenge of change, the conversation around why is it that we find change so challenging? Why do we find change so difficult? The only constant in our life is change. The only constant that we know is going to happen day in and day out is the fact that something in our life is going to be different. We go through different seasons. We go through different uh, times of the day. We go through 
uh, a ripple effect of the impact that other people's decisions has on us and, and, and the decisions that we make, what that has on, on other people, there's always something that we have to adjust to. There's always something that we have to adapt to. And the challenge of change for us comes in when we are resistant to recognizing that what we have been doing is no longer servicing us. It's no longer equipping us to be better. It's no longer taking us to a new level that is going to be good for us. And so the challenge of change comes mainly when we don't believe in the process of change, when we don't believe in the importance of change, and really when we don't believe in the necessity for change. I like to say that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, but expecting a different result. As we get older, things about our bodies change. We're not able to do the same things that we could do before. We look different. I'm going to be 50 in a few weeks and I'm, I look different. I feel different. I think differently. So if everything about us changes, if our body is constantly renewing itself, if our if our our hair is changing, our our hair is shedding, we're we're growing. We're, if all of this is a constant, why are we so resistant? Why is change such a challenge? So let me ask you this question: What is it about the prospect of change? What is it about the potential of change? What is it about the probability of change? What is it about the certainty of change that causes you to push back? What is it about things being different or things being new that causes you to say, I don't want that? It can't be all the time that things are going great and you don't want to, you know, rock the boat. You don't want to upset the apple cart because everything is perfect. I don't think there are very many people in the world that can say that their life is absolutely perfect and they don't want anything different to come along. But really, the challenge of change comes down to just that. Change is a challenge. Change causes us to have to look at things that we don't want to deal with. And in large part, when we are dealing with situations where the status quo is going to shift, where we don't have the same station in life, we don't have the same level, we don't even have the same privilege or the same power, that is something that causes us to really look at ourselves and kind of second guess who we are. We may have a crisis of confidence when faced with a change. Are we really that good? Do we really know our stuff? Are we able to really take on this next level? Are we able to handle the stress of this? Oh, I'm comfortable with what I am, where I am. I'm comfortable with what I know. I'm good at what I do. So why would I want to do something different? Why would I want to stretch myself if I'm already good at what I do? Why would I want to upset the apple cart and expand past this comfort level? I know where I am. I know what this is. I'm good right here. So why do I have to be challenged? Why do I have to grow? At some point, I've learned all I need to learn, right? Wrong. Our world is constantly evolving. We are constantly growing. 
whether or not you acknowledge your growth, whether or not you acknowledge the fact that you have moved past a certain level and welcome the challenge of change that's going to cause you to take a hard look at yourself, whether you welcome the challenge of change that's going to cause you to stretch yourself and, and tap into new areas that you didn't even know that you had, new talents that you didn't even discover until much later in life, until we open ourselves up to the challenge of change and use that as an opportunity to look at ourselves and ask, what can be better? How can I grow through this moment? How can I become better? How can I become more open? How can I become more inclusive? How can I become more divergent in the way that I'm thinking? How can I become more open to learning about different cultures and different perspectives and having conversations with people who are not like me? How can I embrace the challenge of change to be a better version of myself. I have friends that laugh at me all the time because I say that I am Keisha 4.999 at this moment. And Keisha at 4.9 is different than Keisha at 5.0. Keisha at 5.0 is different than Keisha at 1.9. Keisha at 1.9 is different than Keisha at 2.5. And yes, 2.5 is 25, 10 years and five years. 49, Keisha 4.9, 50, Keisha 5.0. And I do that because this is a different version of me. This is an upgrade. When we're looking at the latest electronic devices and we're saying, hey, you've got the Samsung Galaxy Note 10. Now you want to get the Samsung Galaxy Note 20. Or you've got Windows version you know, 2.5 or, or 10, and now you want to upgrade. So think of it this way. Every level of yourself every nuance, every new turning point, every time you have embraced and faced a challenge, you become a better version. You just upgraded. You upgraded your thinking. You upgraded your attitude. You upgraded your emotional stability. You upgraded your skill set. You upgraded your ability to command a room. You upgraded your ability to lead. You upgraded your resiliency. You upgraded your patience. You upgraded your capabilities to, to, to earn more money. You upgraded to do better, to do more, to become a newer, better version of yourself. Now, does that mean that you change a thousand percent? No, not necessarily. We are all fundamentally components of who we were created as. I like to say that because our personalities form truly by the time we're seven, we are all different versions or more expanded versions or upgraded versions of our seven-year-old self. Because there are certain fundamental components of who we are that go with us throughout our entire lives, certain aspects of your personality, certain quirks that you have or nuances or ways in which you communicate or things that you like or, or things that, that fundamentally define who you are. The issue comes when we lose sight of our foundation and we fail to enhance and build upon that foundation by embracing the challenge of change. When I was in Hurricane Katrina, I think it's almost 20 years now, 15, 20 years now, and I found myself in the attic 
of my house in a category five hurricane with the wind lashing outside and the water rising beneath my feet. And I had to come to a really harsh realization that if this was it, if I was going to drown in my house, if I was going to die in this storm, I had to come to a really harsh realization that I really hadn't lived up to my full potential. I really hadn't tapped into all of who I am. I really hadn't stepped up fully and answered the call to the challenges that had been placed in front of me to level up. I hadn't dismantled any of the old things that were haunting me. I hadn't gotten rid of the bad habits that were weighing me down. I hadn't shifted my mindset to to cast off the things that I thought I knew in my teenage years, in my 20s, and that were causing me to operate in my 30s and 40s in a way that was not conducive to me being the best version of myself. The challenge of change is not to break you apart. It's not to destroy you. But the challenge of change is designed to cause you to rise up. It is to cause you to challenge those things about yourself that need to live up to the challenge. It's to cause you to go to this next level. It's to cause you to dig deep. It's to cause you to shed those things that no longer serve you. At some point, you're going to have to face facts. At some point, you're going to have to face reality. At some point, you are going to have a reckoning with who you think you are versus who you are and make a decision about who you want to be. This country is coming to a reckoning of who do we think we are versus who we actually are and then who do we want to be. Individuals who are faced with really difficult life challenges and decisions are coming to a reckoning point of who am I really, who do I want to be, and what do I need to do to get there? We are always faced with a reckoning. We are always challenged to dig deep and to be honest with ourselves whenever we are faced with the challenges of change. Change is a growth mechanism. Change jolts you out of your comfort zone. Change enables you to look at things with fresh eyes. Change is when you can restart your thinking process. Change it was, is what causes you to look at things with a different lens. Change is what allows you to pivot and innovate. Change is what makes you better. So why not embrace the challenge of change? Why not say that you understand and you welcome the fact that everything happens for a reason? And the reason is, one, because of the decisions that you make, and two, because you need to be better. So stop running. Instead of, I want you to make a commitment right now, instead of waiting and, and, fi- and, and trying to find a way to hold on to what you've already known or what you've always known, instead of trying to run away from, from the challenges of change, instead of trying to figure out a way to make the dots connect that no longer connect, what if instead of spending all of your time and effort and energy fighting change, 
What if instead you welcomed it? What if you looked at this and said, okay, now that this challenge has come and if I feel uncomfortable in this challenge, that is an indicator to me that it is time for me to grow. What if I took those feelings of insecurity? What if I took those feelings of uncertainty? What if I took those feelings of chaos? What if I took those feelings of imposter syndrome? What if I took those, those, those little inklings in the back of my mind that says, hmm, there's something not quite right. What if I paid close attention to those? What if I sat with it for a minute and really embraced it and reflected upon it and been honest with myself about it? What if I did all of that and instead of running from the challenge of change, I welcomed it as part of the deep work of transformation? What if you looked at challenge as an opportunity? What if you looked at challenge as instead of it being a nuance, it was something that was necessary or a nuisance, it's necessary. What if you embraced the challenge of change? And you looked for, how is this causing me to grow? How is this causing me to be better? What are the things I can learn from this? What are the things that are no longer serving me? What do I need to do to grow from this moment? How open do I need to be? What decisions do I need to make? How do I need to transform my mind and shift my thinking? What other things do I need to be exposed to? What other people do I need to connect to? How do I need to expand my horizons and my circle of influence? Looking at the challenge of change as an opportunity to grow, to upgrade, to level up. Because I can tell you this, the more people try to hold on to things that no longer serve them, the more people try to hold on to things that they really should have outgrown a long time ago, the more people try to hold on to things that are morally wrong, that are divisive, that are discriminatory, the more you try to hold on to things that do not serve the greater good because you are more interested in preserving your sense of privilege or your position of power or your inadequacy or your inaccurate depiction of who you are because you don't want to be challenged, you don't want to grow, so therefore you want to keep things the same. The more you neglect the process of change, the more you turn a blind eye to the challenges of change, the farther behind you're gonna be left. This is not something that you should take lightly. The challenge that is before us whenever we are faced with change is who are we? Who do we want to be? How do we want to grow? So how are you going to look at change differently? How are you going to look at the way that you respond to change differently? How are you going to look at the teachable moment of change? How are you going to embrace it? How are you going to move forward? Because I can guarantee you the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and over again, but ex expecting a different result, applies in our lives, as well as our organizations, as well as our teams, as well as our work life and our personal life. 
You have to be willing to take that step. You have to be willing to cast aside what you thought you knew to be able to embrace what you have no clue about. You have to be willing to to swim in the unknown in order to really seize upon the potential and the promise that's out there for you. Yes, we are at a reckoning, a time of reckoning, a crossroads where we are trying to figure out who are we really and who do we want to be? And I want you to ask yourself those two questions. Who am I really? Now, who do I want to be? And you don't have to wait for, you know, January 1st for a New Year's resolution. You don't have to wait for another birthday or a milestone. You don't have to wait until you lose your job. You don't have to wait until you have there's a layoff or a merger or an acquisition or a divesture. You don't have to wait until someone challenges you. The great thing about it is you can make this decision for your own, on your own, at any point in time. You can do it on your lunch break. You can do it in the middle of the night when you wake up. You can do it at night before you go to bed. You can wake it, do it in the morning when you wake up. You can do it sitting at your desk. Ask yourself these two questions. Who am I really? And who do I want to be? The deep work of transformation comes when you are willing to really honestly examine what you think you know and be open to embracing the potential and the possibilities of who you want to be. You're willing to go out into the unknown to look at how is where I want to go? How does that change me? How does that enlighten me? How does that encourage me? How does that get me to move closer to who I really want to be? And then do the work. Follow through. One step in front of the other, one action step at a time. The longest journey begins with the first step. You can't expect results overnight. You can't expect to get to your ultimate destination in the blink of an eye. And it's said that the average overnight, quote unquote, success is 10 years in the making. So what are you going to do? How are you going to embrace change? So this podcast is called Mindset to Mastery. And it is designed to give you tools, tips, and actionable items that will help you change your mindset and master your success. So I would be remiss if I did not give you an assignment. So I want you to do two things for me. One, I want you to ask yourself, who am I? Really, who am I? And that can be in your personal life, that can be in your professional life, that can be as a leader, that can be as someone in a relationship, whatever area you want to focus on. Who am I when it comes to my finances? Who am I when it comes to relationships and friendships? Who am I when it comes to my family? Who am I when it comes to my professional ambitions? Who am I as a leader? Who am I as a follower? Who are you as a blank? And then the second question I want you to ask yourself and to reflect upon, who do I want to be as a fill in the blank? And when you look at these two things, whatever the differences are, that's going to tell you 
what the next steps need to be, the areas that you need to focus on, the things that you need to improve, the challenges that are going to come your way that are going to force you to level up, that are going to force you to upgrade. And looking at the ways in which you are sh you, your shortcomings are and looking at the places where you can become better. So that's your assignment. Please, please do that and then reach out to me. You can visit my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. Send me a message, click on the icon that says, let's talk and schedule a 15 minute assessment session with me so that we can talk about your goals and your outcomes that you wanna achieve. And more importantly, how can you go from who you are now to who you want to be? And then finally, I am so, so excited about the launch and the release of my new book, Equip for Change, doing the deep work of transformation. You can visit my website at carsgroup.com for pre-ordering uh, links. We will be having a virtual release party and book signing that will be coming up in the next few months. So please go to my website and subscribe uh, to my email newsletter so that you can get updates about uh, dates as well as uh, workshops. Um, engagement, speaking, um, all of those things that I have coming up. I'm thanking you so much for taking the opportunity to listen to this, but more importantly, I thank you for taking the challenge seriously and taking a hard look at yourself and deciding that you want to be different because you're going to embrace the challenge of change so that you can become the best version of yourself. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane, and stay sanitized. This has been Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. Until next time, bye-bye.